Hi, Bernies. Thank you for tuning in. This is your host, Charlotte Zhao. Um, I basically there's a bunch of things that I've just discovered. It's like almost pissing me off, and、um, it's at this weird hour. You can't really find someone to talk to on the phone, and、uh, I just realized I have you guys, so I might as well speak to you. So I'm preparing my script for a short I'm gonna make, and it's analyzing, like, comparing different educations across five different countries, right? And one of the、um, sort of element of comparison is、um, immigration policies. And okay, let's think about it, right? If you were to, but without research, to think which country is supposed to be most immigrant friendly, you probably say U.S. That's You know the the their international reputation, and also historically speaking. And when you think of Japan, right? It's like oh, it's a, a country with like one racial group, like it's so not diverse. And, and I've studied there. I know like they, you know, even their issues with Japanese kids who just have spent a few years of their childhood overseas. They they are considered the so-called returned. Children like have difficulties blending into the society, etc. All those challenges. But guess what? The immigration policy in Japan is actually friendlier to immigrants than the U.S. Hundred times friendlier. It's just mind blowing. It turns out you just need to have continuously lived in Japan for five years, including studying. You can get the citizenship that easy, right? On the other hand, in the U.S., if you study for four years, right, uni, university, and then you graduate, you need to apply for H-1B visa, the work visa, which is a lottery. So even if you have a job as sponsor, you might not get the visa. And after you get the H-1B visa, see you get lucky, right? You work for five years, then you qualify for the permanent residency. And if you happen to be Chinese or some other nationalities, the wait list for that is another five years, to say the least. And there is no guarantee. And after getting the green card, you need to have lived in the U.S. for five years before you can apply for the citizenship. So in total, we're looking at what, fifteen years? Yeah, easily. In comparison to. Five years in Japan. This is so messed up. Wow.、Um, right. I mean, for people, some of you who don't really care about immigration, maybe this doesn't matter as much. But just let us sink in a little bit, right? This is like a country's PR work at its peak, right? And it's, it's shocking. And I take responsibility for never have never having researched、uh, Japanese immigration policy and just having made assumptions. And it is true; it's harder if you just want a permanent residency in Japan. It takes ten years, but including the time you spend studying. So actually, it's still easier. Still easier than the U.S. Um, yeah, it just it really I I'm so shocked, so so shocked. Um, and on a good note, I had very lovely、uh, encounter in welcome collection today、uh, with、uh, one of the staffs.、Uh, this lady called Tilly, 
and her stuffed animal pig. <laughs> the hell, she's so lovely. Like when I first ran into her, I thought she was trying to entertain me、um, as a visitor. It turns out she chose to talk to me, and、uh, the story behind her stuffed animal doll is because, you know, she experienced anxieties, and doll helps her with, you know, calming down. And she also wants to serve as an example to show people it's okay, it's okay if you have special needs, right? And I just really admired her courage and, and loved the whole interaction. So yeah, not to keep this, you know, recording too long.、Uh, I'll leave it on that note.、Um, as always, appreciate your effort and progress. See you tomorrow.